This is the Well-Centered Woman Podcast, a space created to provide practical wisdom for every faith-based lady influencer, creative, and entrepreneur who desires to better manage her emotions under pressure. In every episode, we discuss what it takes to stay centered and sane while operating in purpose using faith, community, and practical wisdom. Grab your journal, coffee, and tea, and let's start getting our emotions all the way together. I'm your host, Tanika Maria, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, beautiful people, Tanika Maria here, back out here again for part two of my series. So if you have not listened, I want you to go back and listen to the first five things that happen to us when we allow unprocessed disappointment to kick in. So those of you, again, I I encourage you to listen actually to the last two episodes where I give my confession about why I sort of took a brief hiatus from podcasting and coming out here live to, to speak with you, to encourage you. And the reality was I had some disappointment and some things going on. So I want you to go back and catch that episode, episode, tell the truth and shame the devil, and then listen to part one about this disappointment. And now we're going to dive into the second five reasons. So it's 10 reasons that, or rather 10 things that unprocessed disappointment will cause you. I want you to go back and listen to those first five because I'm not going to reiterate them. I want you to go back and listen. And on this episode, we're going to get into reasons six through 10. Now, let's be clear here. I have lived in, walked in, experienced every last one of the one of these. So you are not alone, my friend. I'm right here in the journey with you. And it's a daily, daily walk. It's a mindset. It's an emotional thing. And it's an area of the soul where we we just got to be whole. We have to be whole in our souls, healed in order to really, really show up in the fullness that God would have us to. And unprocessed trauma, pain, and disappointment will hold us up in our destiny every time. Those of you who listen to my podcast, you are people of destiny, leaders, movers, shakers, people that are going somewhere. And so we can't afford to let unprocessed disappointment delay and stop our destiny. So let's dive into the next five things or five ways or five yeah, ways that disappointment really slow us up and trip us up in our destiny. Number one, loss of momentum. Loss of momentum. So if your disappointment, that thing that has you kind of bent out of shape that you're harboring in your heart, if it's not dealt with, It can cause a loss of momentum in the pursuit of your goals. It's hard to stay motivated when you're losing your momentum. And whatever momentum you gained when you were on your square, when you were moving and grooving, when you were doing things, if you stay out of pocket for so long, that momentum is lost. And we got to regain the the ground that we lost. And see the way things are accelerating, the the seasons that we're in, how things are moving. You stop. You got to play catch up. Now, fortunately, the God that we serve, he can redeem and he can restore. But why have to go through that? 
Why not stay on the square and not lose that momentum, process that disappointment quickly and keep it moving? And I heard this saying, God blesses moving targets, not sitting ducks. So if you get stuck and stop, you, you're no longer a moving target. We got to get the moving so that we can give God something to bless. And so I heard that God blesses moving targets, not sitting ducks. And if I'm a sitting duck, then I'm more, I'm a more vulnerable target for the enemy because he roams about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. According to first Peter five, eight, he, he goes about as a roaring lion lion seeking whom he may devour. Well, it's harder for him to devour you, devour you if you're moving, if you're about your business, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. But if you stop, then you're just sitting there. You're literally a sitting duck for the enemy, right? So we can't afford to allow that to happen. We can't afford to allow that to happen to us. So loss of momentum. The second one, fear of failure. Now this is big. Now we can have fear of failure without having any unprocessed disappointment and pain and hurt. But usually, you know, a lot of times if I'm in a place where I've been hurt, I've been traumatized, something's disappointed me, I'm burnt out, I'm irritated, I'm been out of shape. Underneath that and along with that will come a fear of failure for tr- to, to do the same thing again. And it may not necessarily be like a business or some goal or a purpose. It could be anything like relationships or certain situations like you don't want to take risk anymore. I've been disappointed in this thing over and over again. And that's kind of where I was like, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being disappointed. I'm tired of putting out. I'm tired of showing up and I'm not getting the results I want. I'm disappointed. All the prayers, all the work, all the money spent, all the time spent, all of the effort, all of the energy. And this is what I got. Disappointment. And the like, why should I do this again? So it's like realizing and achieving goals. It always comes with the risk that it may not work. But and then it comes along with the being afraid of what people think, being afraid of the opinions of man. What are, quote, they going to think? Fear of looking stupid if you fail again. Fear of how it's going to look if yet again it didn't pan out the way you want it. The, the fear of messing up all the things, right? And even overthought and fear can shut down a God idea before it even gets started. We'll get the unction to move and to do something. And, and you know, God drops something into our spirits. But that old stinking thinking rooted in unprocessed disappointment from a previous loss, it brings back that old fear. And remember, God has not given to us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And even though it's old and it's trite, but it's still true. We've heard it a thousand times. Every true goal is going to require getting way past our comfort zones. It's going to require facing and feeling every fear, but moving forward anyhow. And if there, if I have any stinking thinking rooted in any unprocessed disappointment from previous losses and failures and setbacks, that fear will come. So number one, we said this unprocessed pain, unprocessed disappointment, and could cause us to lose momentum. Number two, the fear of failure will kick in. Now, number three, this is a big one. Number three, lack of resilience. When we're not processing and dealing with our stuff, 
We, we lose the, the resiliency, the ability to bounce back from setbacks. And this is really, really important because anything worth having, you will have setbacks. Anything worth going for, anything that God has called you to do, it's not going to be a bed of roses, right? And so when we, th- this lack of resilience thing, when we don't process our disappointments over time, we lose the ability to bounce back. Resilience, emotional resilience. This is really, really important. Emotional resilience is your capacity to take a hit, get up and try again. Let me say it again. Resiliency is your capacity to take a hit, get up and try again. But when we don't process our disappointments, we get harder and harder, more rigid, and we don't have the emotional and mental flexibility needed to bounce back. We don't have the emotional and mental flexibility to to come back, to do what it takes, and we get that hard heart. Healing and processing disappointments keeps our hearts soft and open. Let me say that again. If I'm if I'm not healing right, my heart gets hard in the area that I don't surrender to God. My heart gets hard with that disappointment and we become resistant and rigid and we don't have the capacity to bounce back. This is how we can be in endless cycles of poor relationships, how we can be in endless cycles of disappointments and traumas and dramas because we attract other people with the same hard hearts. Oh, that's a whole different podcast. Never, ever, ever let a disappointment harden your heart because if your heart is hard, you lose the capacity to bounce back. Life does not get any easier. We just get bigger. We get stronger every time we increase our resiliency by doing the work to heal and to order and keep our hearts right. We have to do the work to bounce back. So resiliency, if we don't process our disappointments, in a healthy way, we lose momentum, we, we suffer from fear of failure, and we have a lack of resiliency, or in other words, we lose the capacity to bounce back. The next one, this is number four, I believe, loss of passion. If your disappointments, hurts, traumas, and dramas are not dealt with, we lose passion. We lose passion and excitement for it. So how many of you know what it feels like to become disillusioned and dispassionate about something that truly lit you up at one point. But because of being disappointed, because it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to turn out, it just doesn't seem to be the same. You don't feel like it. Don't want to be bothered. I've been here. Trust and believe. Lord have mercy. Yes, yes, I'm the poster child. I'll be the first to admit. Don't want to be bothered. Don't want to put in the effort because in the back of your mind, like, is this really worth all of the trouble just to be let down all over again? Do I really want to put forth all of this effort just for nothing? See, that's what the enemy whispers, girl. You know, I, don't let me get started, right? And so the passion goes out the door slowly. And you know what? This point... This points to the fact that we cannot rely on our emotions to keep us going because they're very fickle. Our emotions are extremely 
fickle. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not our feelings. And when that emotion of excitement and passion is not there, but you're still committed, you can keep moving forward. But if you lose the excitement and you lose the passion and you combine that with some unprocessed pain and disappointment, that is a surefire way to stop you from moving forward in destiny and purpose. It's the same thing for relationships. It's the same thing for anything you do. If the the high feelings are gone, but you're still committed because you're not operating in your feelings, you're, you're able to move forward. But if you mix that in with some unprocessed pain, even though you're missing that in with unprocessed pain, you're losing the passion, you're losing the excitement. Now you're feeling some kind of way. That's a surefire way. That's knocking on death's door with that dream. Knocking, knocking, right? It's going to stop. So we said loss of passion. We said loss of the capacity to bounce back. We said the fear of failure and loss of momentum. And number five, last but not least, when we don't deal with our stuff, when we don't deal with our pain in a healthy way, we don't make an appointment with that pain, face it and feel it so we can pass through it and move from it. It has a negative impact on our relationships. Unprocessed disappointment can negatively impact your relationship with others, which is a major distraction in doing what God called you to do. If you can't get along with everybody, anybody, you're always in drama, always got something going on. There's always some misunderstanding, some kind of conflict going on. How are you going to reach your God-ordained goals? Relationship drama and conflicts increase when we do not deal with what's hurting us on the inside. When we don't face and feel unprocessed pain, it just doesn't go away. And the people who are closest to you are the ones who will feel the brunt of your words, moods, attitudes, and behaviors. Come on. This is a whole separate podcast unto itself. When we don't face and feel unprocessed pain and trauma and drama, it doesn't go away just because you bury it, just because you compartmentalize it, just because you don't talk about it. It's still there. And so it shows up in all of these other weird ways. Not only does it show up in your mind, your mood, your attitude, and your words to those closest to you, it shows up in your body. It shows up in the aches and pains. It shows up in your eating habits. It shows up in so many ways. The longer and deeper the unprocessed pain is, and the more the more we allow it to become a part of our identity, when we begin to mix our identity identity, we identify with that pain so that it becomes a part of who we are. We're not supposed to do that. That's a whole nother podcast, right? Undealt with disappointments, hurts, and traumas cause us to put up walls. And sometimes the very people God sends our way to help us, our destiny helpers, the people that are assigned to take us to the next level, to be along with us in the journey, because we haven't dealt with our stuff, because we still got baggage, because we're still hurting, because we're still angry about something, we drive and push away the very ones that God has assigned to be in our lives because of our unprocessed pain, our undealt with stuff. Beloved, let that not be you. Let that not be you. So we said loss of momentum, fear of failure, loss of resiliency and bounce back, loss of passion, and a negative impact on our relationships. That's what happens when we don't deal with our pain and our disappointments. So there you have it. Where do you see yourself in this? What are you going to do 
to bounce back and overcome? Do you have healthy community and safe people to share with? Are you willing to do the work to move forward, to seek and seek, sit with and seek the Lord, get counseling, talk to a safe and trusted person, get in community, seek resources, coaching books, whatever you need to do, I highly encourage you to do it. Whatever you do, do not sit there in it. Whatever you do, don't try to hide, gloss over it, slip and dip, numb your pain through busyness and distractions and addictions and sex and this, that, and the third, but make an appointment with it. Don't just sit there. I encourage you to move. Until next time, this is Tanika Maria, and I'm right here in the journey with you. Take care and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on the Well-Centered Woman podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and spread the word. Don't forget, you can gain access to more resources in your journey to emotional mastery by going to the episode website and checking out the show notes. Until next time, this is Tanika Maria right here in the journey with you, keeping those emotions all the way together.